0: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Lucas. What's up, gentlemen?
0: Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Glad to be here.
1: Jay's out this week. He um, is. But we have... We have still three. We are three. So, um, Lucas, glad you could join us this week. How are you doing?
0: Doing pretty good. Yeah. Had a fun, uh, skirmish tournament this last weekend. So it's been fun rolling some more real dice and prep for LVO. So that was a good time.
1: Awesome. Well, we'll talk about that in just a minute. And we're also going to the tier listing that we did for Empire last week was, uh, well received and also fun so we're going to do that for the rebels today uh and we're going to talk about that skirmish tournament we're going to hit a little bit of an invader league update because we do have a top eight now uh but first mike you got any housekeeping for us i absolutely have some housekeeping
2: housekeeping
3: so um we have uh box four for stormtide coming out it's actually shipping Um, pretty much as this podcast is is released. Um, It's our quarter two Dark Abyss expansion, um, which includes a lot of awesome, cool, crazy content. Um, So be on the lookout for that. You can still um, subscribe. To Stormtide with the coupon code Turkey Time, all lowercase, all one word, um, for I believe it's 10% off or first order of Stormtide. So uh be on the lookout for that. Um also make sure you check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash the fifth trooper um, if you are looking to support us um or want to listen in to um our after dark podcast uh, we're gonna have a QA coming up uh we have yet to announce the date and time for it but it should be towards the end of this month um outside of that um lucas do you want to pump your twitch a little bit real quick
0: yeah my twitch is at uh, technophobia t-e-k-n-o-f-o-b-i-a and uh yeah i haven't been able to stream too many games yet have been quite busy lately but hoping to in the near future
2: Awesome. And then, right, you can
0: also find me at the Fifth Trooper blog. Uh recently put out my tier list about Empire. And so I go into some details on the different units there. And he knows what he's doing. He is the
3: best Imperial player here at the Fifth
0: Trooper Network. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to clarify yet again, I did not call myself that.
1: <laughs> the best monikers are the ones that others give you.
0: you yeah, go.
2: exactly. Um, <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that was super fast.
3: Yeah, Um, it turns out when Jay's not here, it's (laughs) (laughs) pretty quick. (laughs) Jay's a passionate man.
1: He is. Uh, All right. Well, let's hit your skirmish tournament first, Lucas.
0: Yeah, so our skirmish tournament was called uh, Kyber Combat because it required everyone to bring some form of a lightsaber. So, uh, you know, Trout's the most iconic characters, and so I ended up bringing a Vader list I brought Operative Vader with all the works, Force Push, Force Choke, uh, Into the Fray, and Tenacity. Two Dubecks with Tenacity, a Full Snow with a Flamethrower, a Naked Storm, and a Naked Officer. And so that rounds out at a 499-6X. And so my my general thoughts for Skirmish. Is... <laughs> the, fact, the fact that that's 600 points
3: is really silly. But continue. 500, <laughs> 500
0: sorry, 500 points yeah. is super silly my general thought with skirmish is it's a pretty swingy game um and so this was just like how can i make the biggest alpha strike and new ways to motivate them with do backs is what i came up with that uh right on that turn they move almost to range four and can hit with seven dice so it's a pretty pretty devastating hit when you only have 500 points on the table um and we had a great turnout we had about 10 people and we actually had some from japan this guy nathan was visiting um yeah so we had our farthest international player i've had before um but first round i played against a local guy carter and he was also playing at empire list he was playing with a uh, callus vader and so i was able to grab a win in this one essentially new ways to motivate them uh spiked the ball with two dubacks and his he had some core troopers and their red staves fell out so my dewbacks essentially one-shotted two of his units on uh, turn two so that was a pretty brutal one uh but it was a fun game in the end, was able to grab it. Second one was against uh, Larry, who's another local guy, and he was playing Gar with Obi-Wan and clones. And uh, this one, Vader did a little bit of hitting himself in the face against Obi-Wan. So I was able to go in with Vader and, you know, against Red Saves, Vader just one shot to a unit. And then Vader smacked Obi-Wan, but uh, took dealt no wounds and took three wounds from Obi-Wan. <laughs> so that one hurt pretty bad. Um, but the do ended up mulching everything else while those two kind of... Uh, back and forth and so um despite obi-wan whooping vader the dubex put in work and then after that we had um three three or three two O's. one was my brother uh myself and then david leblanc and so david leblanc and i got paired up and so he was able to snag it in the end um he had a uh what was it it was maul and general grievous and so on turn one he deployed forward with maul burst of speeded in and i was like oh my dubex and vader are going to eat this guy alive and uh first turn i was able to get maul to one health and then on turn two i did a total of 21 wounds or 21 hits to maul and maul (laughs) did not go down until the 22nd hit which was really brutal so a full turn of two dewback hits uh one was double lane from the officer vader hit and those the implacable turn so vader hit him twice and uh on the final hit with vader finally finished him off implacable so that was a pretty brutal one and then um Grievous dove in and one shot Invader after that. And so that was pretty much game at that point. So, uh, David LeBlanc took it, and then my brother actually also went undefeated. So, a shout out to uh, James or Wamsley on the Discord. And so, this completed if you guys know David LeBlanc, this completed his uh, Triple Crown of Legion podcasts. He beat uh, Keegan from Legion 99 before, and then you know, some guy from Stabcast. I think his name was Tim.
1: <laughs> some guy from Stabcast. Some
0: guy from Stabcast. <laughs> And then uh, I got assigned the the fifth trooper for that one. (laughs) So shout out to David. He grabbed it in the end. But it was a really great time uh, roll some dice. But my main takeaway with that is uh, backs are pretty sweet. And um, even though it was just skirmish, right, that going almost range four in one turn with a melee unit is pretty brutal with that new ways to motivate them. And especially if you go last, right, you can get over range one. Uh, If you go last with them, two speed one movements, and then, so you can roughly close a gap if you last first of almost range six, which is like the entire table.
3: So you're telling me he rolled twenty one of twenty
1: two blocks. Yes, <laughs> that's
0: unbelievable. People did. Coming around. Did, he, be- did
1: he have any dodge tokens during any of this? He did. So he's rolling surges too. I
2: okay. just like even, even if still- you have
3: dodge tokens, if you roll twenty two hits in the mall, he still, on average, dies when he's at full health. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, so he had one health,
0: and it was like roll six hits with the do Okay, he dodged one, down to five, and that was like all blocks. I'm like, okay, I still got do back and Vader implacable, gonna hit twice. Next do swings in. Uh, I think I got five hits. Uh, he had a second dodge because it was his card that gives him a dodge, and he took the dodge action that turn. Uh, same thing, all blocks. I'm like, all right, Vader's gonna hit him twice. He's going down very soon vader hits he has uh into the phrase so he's got all these surges this whole time stacking vader hits full save second hit uh vader hits for another six and so he rolls it and he got one blank in that roll and so I just like oh my gosh i was one dice off of two full dobacks and two vader hits off of not killing that mall <laughs> silly silly yeah So I think he went and played uh, the lottery after that with that good luck. Uh, Yeah. It seems
3: like, (laughs) it seems like he already won the lottery. So, yeah.
0: All
1: right. Well, sounds like it was a good time.
0: Yeah. Super fun. Glad to see everyone in person. And uh, David is a great guy. So I was happy to lose to him.
1: Awesome. I love the concept of like a, um, like a lightsaber only or some other kind of themed skirmish tournament.
0: Yeah, so speaking of David, I actually stole the idea from him. He's a TO for one of our other local shops, and so he was doing stuff where, like, uh, did a skirmish event where you required heavies for it, so I went to have a heavy in the unit. Um, and so I think, especially for new players, it's kind of a fun way to spice it up or, uh, you know, force a certain archetype at the event.
1: Yeah, I think that's really cool. All
0: right, let's hit Invader League
1: real quick. Sure, let's do it. So we do have a top eight. Um, those players, real quick. Let me just rattle them off: are uh, Asep, that's Jace, uh, Babette, myself, Orkamides, uh Floor of the D- Cat in a Lettuce Hat, aka Floor of the Dwarf, uh, Bantha Legion, Sethamath, dacavello and Snyder. So, those are your top eight for Invader. It's a almost even faction split. The extra faction being uh, Republic. So there are three Gar three republic that is um two rebels uh two droids and then one empire player so
3: and just to be clear this is pre points and radas and stuff before people are like oh my god republic's still good um you know which they may be but definitely not on the results of this tournament
1: yeah this is this is uh so it is there are, there are two changes from the errata slash points updates that were being used, are being used for Elims, and that is the um, the turn zero changes. The four flip, four card flip, and then the red player picks table side. But yeah, the points and the errata and all that are not. Um, and all three of those gar lists do have wrecks in them. So <laughs> including mine, which is not a clone list. Um,
3: Turns out call me captain with Wookiees is pretty degenerate. <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> pretty <good>. <laughs> sweet.
0: <laughs> Ripped that combo, sadly. <laughs> No. no, it still works.
1: It still I works. Nothing it, changed
0: about that one. I thought, uh, oh, Call Me Captain, sorry. I was thinking call Me that Captain Clankers. does not require you to put an order on your Wookiees. <laughs>
1: Nor does it require them anything to be clone troopers. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think the change we're thinking of is they made Take That Clankers. Yeah,
3: Take uh, That
0: Clankers is uh, clone, clone only, only now. Which yeah. which definitely nerfs the Wookiee Rex list a little bit. It does a little bit, although um, I've been finding that
1: I've actually only played Take That Clankers in one of my three games so far Mm -hmm. um and it was pretty good in that one but like generally speaking i've been starting so close that like i just don't have time to play it (laughs) um if you if you put the right deployments in your deck with wikis you can usually and with recon intel and or scouting party um you can like do a move shoot range two shot on the first turn or the second turn usually so yeah, I mean, scouting party plus
3: the Wookiees really gets you close very quickly. <laughs> sure does. Yeah, scout two Wookiees,
2: uh, yeah. pretty good. <laughs>
1: um, So yeah, uh, I think that my list is like 820 points or something um, after the changes, but I don't know. It is like possible to do it still, but it's not quite the same. Yeah. Um, anyway, I play uh, Florf uh i guess it will be tonight by the time you listen to this podcast you're, you're playing on wednesday wednesday yeah wednesday yeah. at 9 all right well, hopefully um, that's televised it will it is being streamed by timbo there you go oh so, nice um i don't remember his twitch but timbo something um
2: it's like 8700 yeah. or something like that yeah. Yeah, it'll so. it'll
1: it'll be on the live stream thing on the discord somewhere so um yeah Florif is playing rexstar like clone based rec star except he has one unit of ranged wikis so well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes if you get in there you should mulch them but we'll see if yeah that, it, uh,
3: right that is a that is a big if
1: especially on edu which is kind of like a football field so um we'll see <laughs> <laughs> i'm not super excited about it um but anyway yes if the wikis get in that will be a thing uh but it's a big if um all right should we do rebel tier action
3: yeah let's do some tier list action we got a lot of right. a lot of people agreeing and disagreeing this is an open forum for everybody to have a great conversation so uh everything expressed here is an opinion and i'd like to just stress that
1: (laughs) we are everything expressed on this show is an opinion yeah yeah we are we are are, we're legion pundits if that's a thing um so yes that's what
2: we do (laughs) all right okay Uh, um let's let's before we start i just want to
3: run through the tier list like how we're going to rank things again Mm -hmm. yeah please do cool with how we did it last time yeah okay cool so categories um first category is s which is just like bonkers overpowered you should always take this in every list um you know uh units that we put in that category last time were like operative vader you know uh for empire
1: Uh, i think just vader and operative vader and yeah that's right
3: that possibly there might have been one or two other units um below that is a uh which is you know your really good units that you know are just generally seen in the faction a lot um i don't exactly remember what we classified as a's last time but anyways these are your above average should probably be in every list but aren't like super broken um then there's our b's which are above average they um you know they're above average not super crazy um Yeah, Uh, we have our Cs, which are blah. Uh, They're fine. You can take them in whatever list you want, but um, not a big deal either way. There are our Ds, which are below average and which you probably shouldn't take them. But if you feel like playing them, go for it. And then there are Fs and Fs. You should never, ever play ever, 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 ever. Um, I think we categorize general veers and e webs in the f category last time yeah
0: i think i put the the Gav down there too that's possible so
1: yeah yeah and some of these like just because something is a c doesn't mean that you shouldn't take it um at least if you're going down there it's it just might be something that could actually be pretty good but in like the right build where you need to support it with something else
3: yeah um, probably
1: like situationally
3: like yeah you you gotta it's not always good you have to work to make that unit like a better piece than normal whereas like the the bees bees and up are kind of like if you put these units in your army you're going to be happy with them generally
0: always yeah anything that's a seed right it has to be there for a reason um yeah right it, it doesn't uh have its own merit it isn't super strong it has right. to do something particular
1: but that particular thing might be something that is like an important useful piece in a competitive list still. yeah yeah totally. um all right. So we'll do it by rank as we did last week. So let's yeah. just roll through. Commander. Uh, I'm going to just go with the order here that they're on Legion HQ.
3: Yeah, uh, I think that, that's the fine thing to do. All right. Cassian. So th- this is a Cassian K2 combo. I yeah, think. Let's, let's,
1: let's consider K2 as part of this combo. Yeah. Uh,
3: Lucas wants to start us off. Yeah, I think he
0: is a solid A tier. Okay.
1: Okay.
3: Um, I'm going to go with B. Uh, I think he's definitely above average, but um, I think these days
1: Rebels can be doing better than, than Cassian, frankly. I'm going to say like a B B+. Um, Wishy-washy. First I one know. in, and you're already like, <laughs> uh,
0: maybe B, A, yeah. Uh, he, something around here.
1: He's a really solid piece with good command cards and consistent damage. Um, he definitely took a, a. Um, he definitely took a hit with the AA five timing changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cassian K two combo was silly with like four free aims at the start of every turn on both of them. Um, now it's just four free aims somewhere over the course of the turn. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean he's he's got like great consistent damage against all targets, including against armor because of marksman and because of his peers. Same with K2. K2 clearly doesn't have marksman, but he's got search hit and lots of aim access mm-hmm. um, and search crit. So um, K2 is also pretty good in melee, you know?
3: Yeah. I sort of feel like the best thing about Cassian
1: is that he brings K2 at this juncture, just like, at least in
3: contrast to like the yeah. other options, you know? Um I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Cassian still pairs really nicely with Wookiees, which is, you know, one of the top choices. So for that reason, I think that's why I put him in there. He's a great commander and like Wookiees is one of the things he synergizes quite nicely with. For sure. Yep.
1: He synergizes with a lot of stuff, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what, Lucas, you've talked me into it. I'm gonna agree with you and say aye. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna I'm staying as B. I, okay. I think he's that's he's fine. Yeah. All right.
2: The new Han Solo. I'm gonna go with a C. I think, I think B.
1: I'm gonna also go with a B. Uh, there, are, the buffs like his cost is the same, but the buffs here are extremely significant between low profile, and um, steady. Like those mm-hmm. are amazing buffs. Um, yeah,
3: I mean, here's the thing. I, I sort of see Han in a very similar situation as like Han and Callus do very similar things. They're they're kind of in, they're clearly in different armies. Um, but their command suites do are like their two and three pips are both geared at being very controlly. Their one pips are both geared at allowing you to go first right? Like, as far as their command hands go, they do similar things. Clearly, they're not exactly on parity, But, you know, ISB investigation is very similar to what Change of Plans does. The timing is different. And, you know, clearly, one's more proactive, the other one's more reactive. Um, I just, uh, I I don't, I don't know if this is really enough to make him good. Um, Particularly when he's got to compete with, you know cassian basically at that same the same points value um you can take them both
1: you can but i don't i'm not sure that's good either <laughs> um, you, but there, there are lists where you can take i was actually doing this today you can take cassian k2 han Chewie, uh three core units r2 and three loaded wiki units You definitely can't take two ek2 and r2 in the same list oh i'm sorry not r2 Uh, (laughs) no that would be too many things yes Uh, i don't know i worked it out such that that worked it might only be two loaded Wookie units anyway it's a lot of things sure you can take all of them so yeah and
0: i think reckless diversion like in a, a wookiee world too is decent especially since han is you know a little bit tougher to shoot since he has a low profile um Or you could chuck that on like a Chewbacca and Han, and that means like your Wookiees can kind of unoppose Russian. Um, To me, that seems like a pretty decent combo. Right, Han can also follow up with your Wookiees at a similar range band. Um, I guess the one tough part for Han is, right, he's best against red saves, which I don't think that's something Rebels are particularly struggling with. Um, right i feel like everything else is already really great against red saves and so that's what he really dominates against but like you're kind of just hedging for something you're already good against
1: he's really freaking good
0: against red saves though he, yeah. he totally is but so are wookies you know yeah,
1: I know. yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so i mean Wookiees it, or castian i would i would
1: i would strongly consider just taking him with wookies and seeing how that works out and just like you run up against any red save list and you know, they just pick up their models and go home, basically. Um, yeah, that'll be super fun for your opponent. I'm just saying, that's a lot of Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's
2: going to be a lot of those because Empire is seeing a resurgence. So, yep. I want him to be a B. Let's put it that way. I, you can want him to be a B all you yeah. want. That, that
1: man is still a C. All right. We'll see.
2: We will see. We'll have to see because
1: like,
3: I, I haven't seen We will see. Changes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jin. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to go with a D. I don't know. Um, D maybe could be a C. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think, I mean, in 90 points, she definitely is like, Think about it, but again, like you put her up against Cassian or Lando or Han. And it's just like I don't know why I would take the take her.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think she's kind of D for me as well. Like she's a fine unit. Um, but Rebels just like you said, have so many competitive choices in that slot that I feel like you're kind of like you'd rather have anything else in that slot, basically, like Han, Lando, uh, Cassian.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you could take, like, a
0: third commander,
1: you know, and use her as, like, a, you know, just, like, a tough 90-point infiltrating unit, in addition to some of these other commanders, I think that'd be interesting. But, yeah, I'm going to go with D also, just because she's competing with Lando and Han and Cassian.
3: Yeah, I actually think it's, like, the the Rebels definitely have this problem the most, but they basically, like, Cassian, Han, Jin, Lando, and Leia are all, like, super close together in cost and their command cards clearly do different things, but like, they're not that different as they play on the table as Mm -hmm. far as like, they're all like, you know, most of them shoot range two, you know, some or, you know, some of them have like a gun that shoots a range three, but it's not that much better. You know, I, I don't know. Um, They're very all low impact range pieces for the most part. Um, some of them are better at it than others, but, um, I feel like Jin does none of it better than anybody else is my main issue with Jin.
0: Yeah. I feel like it, it's the example, like you would never bring Chewbacca if Chewbacca was also a commander. So you'd have to compete with them, but like you bring Chewbacca because he's an operative and so a slightly less competitive slot.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting observation. Because I think the one thing she does do better than those three relisted, Lando, Han, and Cassian, is she's a fair bit tougher than they are. Um, But she also has generally worse command cards, with the exception of her 3-Pip, and her damage is, like, substantially worse, so...
3: Yeah, and I also like one of my main issues with all the rebel commanders that are in this slot is that they all just like die to a lightsaber like instantaneously. Like if if any of them get touched by a lightsaber in melee, they just poof yeah. gone. Um yeah. And Jin's not really all that different in that capacity. Mm-hmm.
1: No, like Danger sense does work in melee, but it's still white saves, and those there's just extra blocks that are going to get pierced, basically. Yeah. So. yeah.
2: All right. Speaking of Lando, Lando. Yeah, I'll go with a strong B on Lando. I think he's, you know, he's good. Um, I think
3: I, I think for me, he's the only real choice versus Cassian. Um, I think I'm most probably still taking Cassian most of the time, but um Lando is at least interesting and I also think that he enables some rebel hero hammer style things, uh, which I think are is fun. So I'm
0: I'm on B for Lando. Yeah, I agree. B for the same reasons you said. Um I feel like Cassian edges him out slightly, but uh contingencies, you know, has puts him in a unique slot for hero hammer lists.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree. B. No controversy on Lando, apparently. Nope. Um, All right, Leia. So,
3: people aren't going to like this, but I feel obligated to enter Leia in at the F category um, because we entered Veers in at the F category, and I think she basically has the same problems as Veers. She's got one more command guard than than veers does um that's useful uh but yeah i'm
0: i'm on on principle lay as an f so I, i'm gonna say d for one main reason same things that the uh, rebel officer just edges her out and is the same thing but basically cheaper um with the low profile change um for one pip is uniquely good at still picking out strike teams um I think the one caveat with that is I don't know how much we're going to see strike teams in the current meta. Um, But I think for that reason, it makes her a little better than F. I do see that there's some use for her. I don't think she's a, you know.
1: Yeah. And you say that she has one more useful command card than Veer's. um, No Time for Sorrows is still one of the best two pips. Yeah. That's what I I mean. I mean, her three pip is a
3: dead card. Oh yeah, totally. um,
1: But like, it's, it's kind of hard to undersell like if you take all six of you know veers and leia's command cards combined no time for sorrows is the best one by like a lot yeah um, yeah for sure so i'm gonna i'm gonna say she's a d for that reason because her command cards generally are just better on the back of you know lucas as you mentioned coordinated but coordinated bombardment benefiting
2: from her sharps shooter too but also just how good no time for sorrows is All right luke skywalker commander <laughs> say it with some enthusiasm kyle <laughs> you know what? I,
1: I i'm gonna i can open this one because i've been making you guys go first go and for it this might be kind of controversial i'm gonna say he's an f Ooh.
3: you're gonna have to give me so my my take on luke skywalker commander is that he's a c i still think he's fine um you know i don't think he's the best option i don't think he's the worst um i still think he's more than reasonable coming in at six command cards at 160 points than can sos stuff off the board and give you access to force push and all that jazz in a faction that doesn't really have access to those types of effects outside of the operative version of him
0: yeah i i think i'm similar c or d uh, but i have a feeling i know why kyle said f <laughs> uh i think with burst of speed it makes him really great since he doesn't have master of the force right it's a you know for 163 with all that is a pretty nice package um but the tough part is he's a unique character and taking him means you can't take the other luke so that's what i think for me is more around yeah. a d for the drawback that operative luke is just so good
1: yeah i mean that's that's basically why i'm giving him an f like he's only thirty-five points less than Operative Luke, and Operative Luke is so much better; it's not even close. Um, so, I that is an interesting point about burst because uh, it's not uncommon to just, if you take Commander Luke, to just leave that second force slot open. But you can use the same argument with Operative Luke. You know, you've got that third force slot that's basically like often left open, so you might as well throw three points on there. Yeah. And, like if I'm taking Luke, I'm going to just find 35 points somewhere to take operative Luke every single time. So.
0: Yeah, right. Even just the training difference is huge since operative Luke can get tenacity going.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's not just like it's the training slot, it's the extra force slot, it's master of the force. Yeah. It's disengage. It's the better dice. Um health, courage. Extra health, extra courage. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: i think i'm convinced Um, i like i think operative luke seems fine as a character but just i guess when you compare him to or sorry commander luke seems fine but we compared him to operative luke like you said for 35 points for all that um yeah i think i'm moving him down to f you've convinced me (laughs) all right well it's just like yeah for 35 points cut a heavy somewhere and just take operative luke you know
1: (laughs) cut an activation you know yeah like just make it happen it's anyway I mean, this would be like if you had a choice between you know the old operative Vader at one fifty five and the new operative Vader, whatever it currently costs. You know, like you wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a contest. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So. Anyway. Um, Rebel
0: officer. I think S tier. It's just super cheap does something like pretty good things pairs with pretty much all the commanders and units and rebels so I put
3: the imperial officer in S and I still fundamentally believe the imperial officer is an S uh, I think the rebel officer is more of a C now just because the list that you would take the rebel officer in I feel like you pretty much have a field commander to do that duty now um, Like like I feel like the list that that we're taking rebel officers, we're basically like airspeeders and all that junk. Um, and I feel like uh, they're just gonna take wedge or shriv and be happy about it.
1: Agree with everything you just said. So, see. i I'd even honestly probably put them down to a D. Ooh, ooh. Lucas, Dang. defend your position of an S. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't play Rebels that much, so
0: <laughs> I'm not convinced after your points you made. <laughs> yeah. I, right. mean, I, just, I still think it's a very inexpensive activation. Um, it definitely is. I, I guess <clears throat> when you got heavies that are 130 points, like the Airspeeder or the bus under 100, I'm used to, you know, Empire, even with the changes, still a, a wise ATSD is like 120. Um, but when you can get those uh, field commanders for so cheap, makes sense.
3: Yeah, I also think that um, as far as uh, abilities go, uh, take cover one is a lot worse than spotter one um, It is yeah. it, on, uh, in most situations. It definitely combos with like, oh, you've got mm-hmm. Luke or whatever. I can throw a dodge token on Luke. That's fun and great and whatever. Um, but overall, just being able to hand out aim tokens is way better than dodge tokens. Um,
0: yeah. I guess also since you're not, right, people aren't taking many heavies in their core right now for rebels, that brings down the value a bit as well. Yeah. Yep.
1: All right. Shall so we move on to the operative slot?
2: Yeah, let's do it. All right. Chewbacca. i'm gonna say d
3: uh d maybe c i I think the issue with the operative slot um is that uh he's the worst of the five i think uh no there's five
1: you're you're muted kyle a yeah my bad no you're right it is five i was not counting k2 Right.
3: Yes. K2 doesn't show up on the HQ on those Cassians. Yeah. It is. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I think Chewie is the worst of the five. Um, and the unit that he pairs with on, I also think is not super stellar. So,
0: I'm going to say B. I, I agree that I think K2 edges them out and I think they fill a similar role. But I think if you're not running Cassian, uh, Chubak is a good proxy for that, um, right? He still runs well against alongside Wookiees, can protect some focus pieces. Um, and he's not that expensive, right? Only 90 points for his kit isn't too bad.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm going to agree. He's reasonably durable. He's got Guardian, uh, which combos with some pretty interesting things now, especially like low profile. Um, he's got a good offensive profile. You don't really need his command cards
3: uh
2: though know,
1: you know, though like come on
3: i wish we had command cards we I could know. actually play that'd be yeah. great
1: if i mean chewie needs like his own set of just like chewbacca command yeah guards. yeah um that'd be great just you know let chewbacca I, do chewbacca things just by himself
3: yeah i like the idea of like you know him working with people i sort of wish that like you could like have teamwork whoever was on the card like you know like it, it didn't necessarily or, have to be like teamwork yeah. on solo or,
1: or, or maybe like like there's a better version of the card if it's with a specific mm-hmm. character but there's like a watered down version that you can use with any any character yeah. you know
0: yeah yeah or even you just i feel like if it's be limited to one other, other character I feel like you have to get a kind of a busted effect um for that cost of like each of your command cards is tied to someone else. Because yeah. like by the nature of it, the more other people you bring with Chewbacca and now there's more command cards competing for those slots. So those other people are losing value by the nature of you like bringing multiple heroes. Um, so to make it worth it, right? You want those cards to be super strong since you're paying for other heroes that you're not going to bring their command cards. I mean, in fairness, the cards are pretty good. They are. It's it's. it's
3: in, in my experience, it has just been a liability to have command guards tied to a nine-wound hero who doesn't surge with a weight defense tie. Um, I don't know. like you, That's the other issue. I, like, I, I would be way more about Chewbacca if he just like surged to block.
1: He'd be ridiculously tough, though, especially he would, in... he'd be a lot better. Yeah.
3: I'd be okay with that. I just, for me, he's like nine wounds that just like evaporate very quickly.
1: Yeah, they definitely can. <clears throat> All right, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with A.
0: Yeah, um... I, I want to say S, but I just think since like, uh, wookies and so much uh immune pierce melee is good right now i think it bumps it down to an a
1: i'm gonna go with b okay all
3: right that's not where i thought you were gonna come in on this um, where'd you think i was gonna come in. i thought you were you were gonna be like oh S, you're you know he's my boy <laughs> <laughs> he's <is> my boy
1: <laughs> but i'm i'm using i'm i'm realistically saying b there's two reasons for this um, one is just that there's so much like immune pierce melee, right now, that uh, yeah, he's sort of uniquely positioned amongst force users to just chop things down with Son of Skywalker, right? Like, he's still the only force user that can basically one shot a Wookiee unit or can realistically one shot a Magna Guard unit uh, or do back. But, um, at the end of the day, like, I think I'd rather just have two Wookies, um, yeah, 100% for that cost, 100%. but also, uh, the turn zero changes, particularly like the table side thing, um, really hurts force user, like t- quote unquote, traditional force user lists, because those lists tend to rely on area control, which requires two things. It requires a specific set of objectives and deployments. And um, it requires you to be able to use the terrain to you know position your lightsaber user somewhere around the area that you're forcing your opponent to care about. Um, and those two things are decoupled from each other now. So, um, I think sort of all force users got a little bit of a, a little bit of a hit with that change. Um, some of them are better positioned than others to weather that storm, and that's why I'm still rating him as a B instead of something lower. <laughs> sure. Um, because he can still take bursts of speed. He can still get around the table. Uh, he can be like an aggro force user if you need him to be. Um, which is not true of some of the other ones, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna say B.
3: So I wanna I wanna bring something up here. This is a little bit this is a side tangent.
1: Okay. Um, but I think
3: this is a good space to maybe have the conversation. Yeah. Um all right. So Opera of Luke is 195 points. Yep. Great.
1: Wookie warriors with a bowcaster are what? If you give them the upgrades that you need to give them their one the the full Monty is one time. Okay great
3: fundamentally w- i feel like those units when you boil them down to like a very like kind of like base level um they do very similar things in melee oh, hear me out here okay, okay. I'm
2: okay. Hearing before, you out.
3: before you start scoffing yeah <laughs> okay so they have the the wookiees have similar effective health i i haven't done the math uh let, i mean we can do the math what so luke is 14 health um with no dodge tokens he generally has some dodge tokens so we'll give him the benefit let's say let's say 20 ish with all the dodges from his command cards um and the wookies are what 12 they probably 14. have 4 they have into the fray now though too so you're not no you're giving them tenacity you're not giving them it right right, right 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 you know you're giving that to magnus yeah stuff. okay so all right so they're like 14 so a little worse on the effect of health but it's worth noting that like they're way less um they're way less uh, susceptible to being like diced right like a wound hitting your wookies is like way less of a deal than a wound hitting luke um they smash in melee
1: way harder than luke ever does with the exception of the sos turn it's actually not that far off because a full wookiee unit if you have all your models which is the other thing yeah luke Luke is the same effectiveness whether he's on seven wounds or one wound
3: okay but Um, like
1: but two wookies are
3: kind of comparable at four black and a red
1: well but luke would be seven black and a red with pierce two and okay. your bookies are that's not relevant
3: to the conversation let's continue okay All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm, I'm, anyway. i will it is in in contrast to luke but i want to open up this discussion it's, okay. it's like a conversation about things with lightsabers in general and luke happens to have very good lightsabers so he let's does. let's let's put that on the bench for a second but I, I guess my fundamental question is they have luke has more effective health but not a ton more and it's way less, and, and every Force user is like that. They have similar melee profiles, at least when they're at full health. And as they degrade, like you still have to do like six wounds to Wookiees before they like don't have a lightsaber anymore, right? It, it, if you've done five, they're still rolling six black and one red and melee with Pierce, right? Um, and so my question is, what like what what justifies paying an extra 80 to 100 points for four slots
0: on a lot of these units when you could just take a wookie. Yeah, I think something to point out too is like two wookies basically cost the same as operative luke. And and
3: and clearly like you you can't take a fourth wookie. So like there's yeah. the like whole like okay, you could have three wookies and luke. But again, I just want to like just open the conversation up to be about like what makes force users worth their cost when you can have a Wookiee unit that does a lot, not all, but a lot of the same things as far as being a linebacker, being able to deal with other melee threats. They also have a range profile attack. That's better than any, not any, most lightsaber users out there with the exception of like Palpatine and Dooku and, you know, um, but like, they're so much more versatile in a lot of ways than these users, and they're so much cheaper.
1: I actually think they're less versatile, other than the range profile. Um, just having played both of them at this point extensively, um, wookies kind of have one mode, and that mode, you know, is the W key. Um, you can play kind of defensively with them, but it's not as easy. Uh, you know, they're less hard; they're they're harder to hide. Behind terrain, um, they're more vulnerable to getting chipped. Uh, they don't have force push to control the position of the units they're engaging. Um, so, just like anecdotally, my experience with Wookies versus uh, Force users is that Force users are much easier to play as like a defensive slash area control piece, where Wookies kind of just lock you into that like you know charge forward um, style. And I think that used that defensive control piece thing used to be more valuable than it is now. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe now the conversation is like in a game where you want to just kind of go out there and kill your opponent. Um, maybe they're really not that different. And like, why would you pay for a force user? Um, but, you know, it's also like, you know, it's sort of easy to use lethal, uh, not lethal. there there is like a shorthand for they always have peers. Um, in my experience, they often don't because you you don't, you know you use offensive push the first time which often is on a bowcaster shot instead of on melee and then you don't have it up for the rest of the game so you have to actually take an aim action which occasionally happens but it's definitely not every time sure um and the difference between pierce one and pierce two is pretty big too
3: it it is no doubt i you know i guess um fundamentally i just like when we're you know uh we we graded luke at a b and an a and instead of an s and um to me, a big part of that is like, why why would I take Luke ever when I can just take three squads of Wookiees? Um and and I also think that like I, I think you're shorting Wookiees on the whole defensive control thing because we used to use them that way. Like we used to put squads of Wookies in our lists to act as linebackers. And similarly to how we, you know, use now, they might not be as good. They're clearly not as good, you know. And and I think that um overall they're not the best thing at any of the things that the force users do i just my question fundamentally is why are
1: force users paying 70 points more on average yeah i mean i think at the end of the day it's force powers and command cards yeah it's, it's the I, short I, answer to that question now whether I, that should be worth 70 mm-hmm. more points nowadays in the style of game that we have is debatable yeah i, I um, guess i guess that's what i would like to pose yeah. you know um It's, it's also worth pointing out that when they were used as like a one-off linebacker style unit, it was usually used in conjunction with a force user not in in place of one. Mm -hmm. That is also fair. Um, And again, in a defensive slash area control style list typically. Um, So
0: Yeah, I think in some ways that says more about how the game is shifting right now that a lot of the top units just want to, you know, steamroll you. And so things that were more objective focused, whether it's, you know, uh, Gun lines that want to be going back and forth and pivoting off the center force users who want to be, you know, playing defensively potentially, and then just nuking something on the last turn and pushing stuff off an objective. Uh, all those things are starting to lose value when potentially on turn two or some of these lists, like you said, with the uh, wrecks and Wookies on turn one, you already just have melee threats bearing down. And so, like, who's going to have models left at the end.
1: Yeah, and you actually did touch on besides just the defensive area control piece. Um, Force users are generally just better at objectives, um, mm-hmm. like almost every objective. Yeah, uh, because uh, because of uh, force push and because of their mobility too. Um, so, I not, guess. That, not that Wookies aren't also mobile; they're mobile in a different way that I find is like more useful for rushing things, but less useful mm-hmm. for objective play, like grabbing a box and getting away with it. If that makes sense,
0: yeah. I find that force users are in a way more uh, like bursty in what they do. if That makes sense. Like Son of Skywalker, for example, no Wookiee is going to keep up with that damage output on that turn. Um, but since games are so aggressive and you're fighting from so early on, it's almost that a lot of these units that just are more efficient and do more damage point for point over the course of the game are getting more play.
1: Yeah, that's another interesting point. In a game where you're like positioning for th- two to three turns and then you have like, you know the action compressed into like turns three through six Mm -hmm. basically you'd probably rather have a force user but in a game where you're going from the word jump and you're just grinding it out for six turns then maybe you want like a wookie Mm -hmm.
3: yeah i'm i'm increasingly feeling like if i'm gonna pay 80 points more than a wookie squad for like a luke or something like i don't then want to also have to pay for force powers because that's really all i'm getting
2: (laughs) i don't know yeah i feel you so
3: anyhow, that's my tangent. Thought, thought we could talk about it.
1: I mean, I think that's a good place to talk about
0: it. Yeah. I thought so too. That's why I brought it up.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. R2-D2. Now 55 points.
0: I think A for me. Uh, makes it a bit more expensive, but like R2 still just synergizes so well with like everything rebels are doing, whether it's air speeders or just Wookiee slamming in your face. Um. It's a lot easier to score a secret mission when you got a pile of Wookiees bearing down on you. I think he's
3: S, particularly if you pair him at any point in time with Shriv. Um, It's stupid. It's really stupid. Um...
1: Yep, I'm also going to say S. Um, The 10 points is certainly better than not changing him at all, but coupled with the fact that basically people aren't bidding anymore, like it just cuts into your bid. That's it. It doesn't fundamentally change how R2 works. And you don't need to bid as much now to get the same benefit. So um, yeah, that 10 points is like essentially not meaningful when everybody just cuts their roots. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with S. Uh, Nothing really fundamentally changed about how
2: he works. So Uh, Sabine. I'm gonna
3: go with A. I think I think she's just as good as Operative Luke. It, it from like a tier standpoint. Um, she's much cheaper. She does a l- she just does so much for 125 points. Uh, it's a kind of incredible, frankly. great at objectives, great command cards. Um just just all around super great unit. Um, much, much better than Boba Fett <laughs> by 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 so by <laughs> By leaps and bounds.
1: I agree. <laughs> I'd, I'd put her in an A too. I'd actually put her higher than operative loot because of how much cheaper she is. Um, and she still brings that to the extent that it's relevant. That good objective play. So, and explosions is really good.
0: Yeah, I think she's about an A, maybe an A minus for me. I could see around B just because. Uh... Right. Her, her best target is red saves. And as we said, there's not as many red saves. And then if you're putting the dark saber on her, she's still going to get wrecked by Wookiees, even with the dark saber. You no, know, she can hold up against one Wookiee unit. So I think for me, maybe around B-ish because uh, for cheaper, right, you can just take Wookiees. Um, but right, if you're already maxing out on those kinds of units, I can see Sabine being really great. She's still a solid unit. She's, she's at least like When you look at a Wookiee unit and you look at
3: Sabine, you're like, okay, these are like sort of close in points Goss, you know, and
1: you're like,
0: yeah, but you know, right? If you bring the dark saber, that brings her up to one (laughs) forty. That's fair. I almost never do this for me. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: don't. I never bring the dark saber.
0: Are you you a dark saber man, Lucas? I'm personally not. um, But right, like she's much weaker in melee than the Wookiees without the dark saber, right? Like she gets pinned down by a Jedi without the dark saber. You're just taking dodges and trying to survive as long as you can.
1: I mean, I think if, if you're running Sabine and you're running the gunslinger version, you're, you're gonna just run her alongside something like Wookiees so that you have something yeah. to appeal for her.
3: It's also worth noting that her electro grappling yeah. line is really good right now. Um, yes. Just generically.
0: Yeah. She's also situational awareness and vigilance is really, really nice on her, right? Since she has jump, she can almost always get on top of some building or something and then behind red saves and nimble. Uh, it's pretty brutal to take her out.
2: Yep. All right. Core? Yeah. This might Start be the back. most
1: boring yeah. <laughs> slot for rebels.
2: Uh, fleets. um i think in so
3: a if you're taking like just bare minimum core units and rebels which is i think most lists uh, i think you should just take three fleets and move on with this uh this rank category most of the time at least nowadays so i'm in three fleets every list as far as rebels go
1: I'm gonna say B. I don't think it's quite as one-dimensional as that. I would, pers- my personal favorite mix is one fleet, two rebel troopers. Um, it's nice to have like the flexibility to be able to suppress something at range three, or just throw some random dice at range three, and the one fleet is kind of enough to like your opponent just kind of forgets about them and they just kind of, you know, do some objectives and then saunter up to the action and then on like turn four you start like slinging eight white dice and your opponent's like, oh, wow, these guys are Existing, okay, um, yeah. I'm gonna say B.
2: They're yeah, perfectly
0: think, solid. For me, I think it's B. Also, um, some of the reasons that you're saying. I, I think the reason why I wouldn't say A is uh, one of the reasons why you're taking them is right. Special forces is so competitive because of Wookies, so you don't have many cheap options. And so I think like right, you guys are saying most of the time you just want to take naked Rebel Core. Um, I don't know if that's because they're great options. I think it's just because they're the cheapest thing you can take, right? So that's B, right? They're sure. good, but they're good because they're cheap. And somebody's got to repair those evaporators. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Someone's going to play the objectives. Their wookies just murder everything.
3: Evaporator is even in rebel decks these days. Yeah. Okay. Still a good objective yeah just like when i when i think of good rebel lists these days they've got bombing run and breakthrough in them
1: so like yeah i mean you can still like play evaporators as you know like an offensive list you totally Um, can i just i don't know seems like maybe they'd want different objectives but anyhow i mean the reason you play vaps is because it often ties and you usually have r2 as rebels mm -hmm. so um Whether you're a red player or a blue player, you can sort of you can turn it into a five-four game where their wind condition is killing R2. Rebel
2: Troopers. D? I'm I'm not uh, I don't know. Uh
3: they're a D or a C for me. Um definitely low on the totem pole. I
0: think they're a B for me. Um, Right. I think you're still running them naked, and it's just nice to have a little more range. uh, So at least you can start, you know, fishing for crits at range three. Gives you a little more space that they can be safe for objectives. Um, I don't know if right now, if you're taking heavies on core in general and Rebels. I'm going to say, B, I think if you are going to take heavies, you're
1: probably running the Rebel Troopers with DLTs. But if you're taking
2: naked, it's still just fine a perfectly fine naked unit for 40 points. All right, veterans. Uh, D, I I don't know. Uh, You can use
3: them to like do mark two shenanigans, but I haven't really seen people doing that to good effect these days. Mark two is still pretty fragile, so uh yeah i'm coming in a d i'm not i'm not about rebel core units these days so
0: i don't know yeah i think uh for me it's a c um for the reason that it is a little cheaper right to take a vet and one of the mark twos can get some activations out but it's actually more expensive than just taking two point units yeah oh well in that case i think i'm also d yeah
1: it's six more points 86 okay. points for that combo versus 80 points for
0: 240-point units. All right, I will revise. <laughs> shows you how often i played with that unit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll say D as well.
1: I'll just say C, uh, because I actually have seen some pretty effective Mark II shenanigans. Maybe some of this goes away with the aim timing on the bus. Um, but like Cassian fire-supported by an MK2 when he's got four aims, it's ridiculous. Um, the bus uh, quad laser, supported by an mk2 is also really good because it gives it surge crit so you're talking about eight surging black dice with impact two and probably one or two aims um and then han is also really han and lando are both great when they're fire supported by an mk2 so
2: i think
3: um, that's fair i just like generally the the mark ii like requires you to like put it ahead of where the rest of your army would be a lot of times because it's got to like have the face up to do the fire support thing which means, like, I don't know. When I've seen the Mark II be excessive, uh, be be good. It it generally has to be set up in like a scouted forward position, and it feels like it just gets eaten by everything that's going on in the meta right now.
1: It does. I mean, the extra health is helpful. Like, it's got it's this equally durable as Rebel troopers now. Sure.
0: Yeah, it, in a way, it's almost like the, the best rebel naked unit. I think the Mark II. The issue is you got to pay 48 points for a naked uh, veteran if you want to do that. Yeah. Like, I think if you could run Mark IIs on their own, you'd probably just take three Mark IIs as your core because they yeah. have more dice. And you would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know that you would simply because they can't grab
2: boxes and they can't do that.
0: That's true. Yeah. You need some thumbs to do things. Yeah, you gotta have some thumbs.
2: All right, should we move on to special forces? Let's do it because this is where it gets interesting.
1: I agree. Uh, Mandalorian Resistance Clan Ren
3: C. I think uh, you're only taking them if you're taking Sabine, um, because without Retinue, they're not nearly as good. Um, But yeah, they're a very versatile unit when in that circumstance but i don't think they're like super
0: overpowering or overbearing or anything like that they're just they're, they're good yeah i think for me clan ren is probably c i think mandalorian resistance is closer to a d for me right now just for the fact that they fill a very similar role as wookiees and i feel like the wookiees are just much better at that um but clan ren uh, alongside sabine is great right sabine keeps that nimble uh, going with the dodge the whole time. So it makes them much more durable.
2: Yeah.
1: I'll see. I think if you're running Sabine, you're taking them. And if you're not, you're not taking them. Yep. Nope. Um, but they are, you know, they're graded objectives in that context of Sabine because they are extremely durable. They're substantially more durable than a unit of Wookiees if you're taking that dodge from right Retinue. Um, and they're really fast. Super fast. They're way faster than Wookiees. Yeah. They just don't punch quite as hard. So, but they're great for objective play super durable super fast uh how about the generic unit just mandalorian resistance hard
3: f hard f you should never take these and i feel super strongly about that this is possibly the worst rebel unit um and i don't think it's close uh they as soon as you lose one dude which is generally pretty quickly um they get a lot worse they lose seven uh, 25 of their their attack pool um you know even 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 with everybody alive their attack pool is like not that great for what you're paying um you know yeah can they jump around the battlefield sure but I mean, Wookies can do that and like take five wounds and not and be fine, you know. Whereas Mando's take two wounds and you're like, oh, this unit is basically useless. Um, and I think they're terrible. They're god awful. F.
1: Lucas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think D for the reason that they're really just edged out by Wookiees. I don't know about F because they still can do some cool stuff with like jetpack rockets. Um, And if you have the backworld medic and on your buses, right, you can support them decently. I think the reason why I say D is they're good if you support them properly, um, but you can just take Wookiees and you don't need to support them and they do the same thing, but better.
1: It is worth highlighting that they actually have a similar effect of health to Wookies. It's just that they're so much more dice dependent, whereas Wookies have essentially only positive variance. Right? Like you just expect to fail saves, and then occasionally you roll a save, and it's like, yay, all right. Um, whereas with Mandos, like you fail one save, and it's devastating. Um, if if you were to roll average dice, they would take roughly the same number of hits to kill as a Wookie unit, but uh, they're just so much more vulnerable to variance. I'm going to say D because they do have some good uses with things like jetpack rockets um, but yeah it's just they're like he, if you take him you got to support him with medics and then you're dumping more points into supporting a unit yeah. that is just
3: and
2: and
1: and
3: then and then you got to hope that your medics are near them when you lose a dude right. and and you hit the timing right um there's just like don't throw, don't throw points. Good, like decent points after bad points. Not worth it, particularly in this circumstance. If you want to yeah. take a medic, fine, but tank it to heal operative Luke.
1: Yeah. There um. I don't know.
2: All right. Uh, rebel commandos, full unit. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll
3: say C. I think I think they're fine these days. Um, I think. You take a full unit with the sniper rifles completely justifiable a little bit like super core um i, I don't think you would ever take them because of
0: wookies but um yeah see yeah i think basically the same thing you said they seem like a solid unit i'd love to try them but i think that pretty much everything in the special forces slot is like just so edged out by wookies that it's uh you know tough to make a great case for them
1: yeah i'll say c also i mean if i think if you're not making a Wookiee list you could make a strong case for these guys is like activation padding at 48 points good yeah. objectives decent courage reasonably durable for a white save unit because of low profile and they've got you know surging black dice with sharpshooter so they can they can sling some decent dice against troopers at range I, three,
3: I think with the changes, they similarly not as devastatingly, but I think they agile strike teams
2: um for the most part, I agree, yeah, how about strike teams d I think um I'm a so.
3: I don't know where Sab's going to end up yet, but I also think that if you're doing the
2: Sab thing, you should probably be playing Empire. I think. Um, I'm not sure though.
3: Uh, I, I'm going to go with D. Uh, th- 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 that's a like question mark D D question mark. Um, th- they might be. They might be a lot lower than that.
0: <laughs> they might be
3: just. They might I- just be an F. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I want to say C or D somewhere around there because I think, all right You can still try and go for like a high activation airspeeder list, and in that case, it is nice to have some you know activation padding that can do stuff in between. Um, but I don't know how great that list is compared to just going you know full wookie spam and airspeeders. Um, right? There's still there's still decent activation padding, so I think around C or D. Not clear which it is for me though.
1: I'm gonna say C. Because I think the SAPs could be pretty good. So okay, so here's the thing,
3: right? Um for 20 extra points per unit, you can just take a naked squad of Wookiees. I don't yeah,
1: but I don't like naked I understand you don't like but
3: but but like let's let I don't I I think that's an objectively false point. I I so it all right. 48 points for two white saves with a sniper rifle or 69 points for nine white saves with three black, three white at range two, six black with lethal with with duelist and melee. Like, I think think mega wookies, particularly if you're like doing the activation spam thing, it's a perfectly reasonable
0: option. I guess we can just talk about wikis next. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is just, uh, right, core troopers are eight points cheaper. And so I think in many ways, like, you'd rather just take core, just pad out.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't, like, I would take these guys if you're filling them out beyond the core that you already have. Um, one thing that's made me sort of wonder as we're going through this discussion is, could, like, overwatch lists be a thing again because a lot of these lists that we're talking about like the wiki lists basically don't have any ranged attacks beyond range three like my socal list had zero ranged attacks beyond range three
3: i mean your air speeders
1: rip standby tokens apart well they just the air speeders are also range three so you just spend it when they're when they get into range for
3: sure okay shoot my armor unit with what is probably something that doesn't have impact right like
1: how how many i, I mean i don't know. A fair there's a fair bit of that out there these days though
3: there is but like how many of the things that you put overwatch on have
0: impact
1: yeah that's true
0: right yeah i don't know anyway
1: it's just a random thought that occurred to me like yeah um
0: what about yeah with like dts maybe death troopers could you do it in overwatch i could see uh, that. that might be a place
3: not where that expensive decent.
1: Yeah. Or like shorts? Not shores. that
3: expensive. DTs are still so expensive. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Oh my god!
1: I can see it on like shorts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So is a hedge for really aggressive things.
3: I just, you know, uh, in my experience, standbys are uh, tend to get a lot worse. Like, like if your opponent can just wait you out or make it so that you don't. Um, like that unit just doesn't do anything like yeah the woogies don't get in but I don't know they're, I, I they're like just going to
0: run around the table in a different direction I think one thing though is typically right almost every list had a sniper or range for heavies and we're in a world where we're talking about that like you're probably not taking heavies on a lot of core unless it's shore troopers and storm troopers um, but outside of that I don't think many other taking long range heavies um and we're you know i don't think many lists are bringing snipers as well so two of the biggest things that strip standbys aren't really played much that's
1: totally fair Um, if there's
0: ever a time for that to be a thing it's probably now
1: yeah i'm not saying it is a thing but i think if there's a time for it to be a thing it could be now
0: yeah Yeah, for sure for sure i think you just take the take the
3: damage on the first Wookiee squad and let the second and third get in there yeah
1: maybe i mean if you're not stripping any standbys your opponent might have like six or seven standbys
3: yeah, but if they've got seven standbys, you just do nothing and make them basically root their army in place for for a turn, right? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess move standby, move standby.
3: You you can do that um, the first the first time, but after that, you're kind of.
1: Yeah, I know it's not perfect. I'm just saying, like yeah. something <laughs> to think about. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, like people should be taking more standbys. Ooh,
1: no doubt yeah even if you don't have overwatch you should be like taking the standby action
3: yeah yeah
1: 100 yeah, yeah. um and people with wookiees should all be right. taking standbys just to be
3: clear
2: um
3: not that yeah. i want to give wookiee mm-hmm. players more more ammo in the chamber but
1: <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> pathfinders
3: um I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with C. I think a one Bistan unit is like, you know, if you're expecting
0: an armor meta, completely reasonable. Yeah, I think same Bistan. I mean, I think even with the points reduction, I don't think is playable. At all. I think is probably like F tier. So, but uh, a one of Bistan, he's a great hedge against armor. Good against droids. Uh, like, has a walloping range four dice pull. So it's a, a nice thing to have with you. Yeah,
2: I'm with you. See, piston's decent. All right. Melee Me- wookies melee wookies
3: melee wookies s
1: s. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Wait, they're shooting wookies. Shooting wookies. A. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go with.
3: I'm gonna go with C here. Um, I don't think. I. One of the reasons I think melee wookies are so good is because they can flex into being shooty wookies, and I, I, I feel, and I could be wrong about this, that ranged wookies can't really flex i mean into being melee wookies n- n- not well at least Re- melee wookies at least do both pretty reasonably <laughs> um one they do exceptionally well the other one they're like oh you know we still got pierce so, you know whatever um
0: yeah i mean i i still think that they're totally reasonable but they're definitely yeah, not as. i think they seem like a good unit but melee wookies are just much better so that's how i put them in a um right you can take them and not feel bad the feels bad is just that you're not taking an s tier unit
1: yeah i'm gonna say bi um i just and it, i th- i think the the GAR wikis are a different conversation because of fire support and because of some other things um but these guys really need aims uh i think in a world where you know the bus timing was different this conversation would be a little different. Um, But yeah, it's their ranged attack is like only basically you're gaining what you're gaining is the range band because sharpshooter washes out with the better dice of the melee Wookiees. Um, And they don't have charge, they have much worse dice, and they don't have a slot for tenacity. So while they're, you know, moderately better at the range, they're like significantly worse at melee. Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah. I mean, I think even if I was trying to like take Wookiees that can shoot things, I think I'd still take regular Wookiees. I don't know um Overall, I th- I think that like there could be like you were talking about uh Overwatch shenanigans, Wookiee Warrior Overwatch might actually be kind of scary. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, that could I, be kind of interesting.
3: Like like that, I could maybe see.
1: How about how about standby sharing exemplar Wookiee Warrior Overwatch?
3: Yeah, I mean you know Yoda Yoda Anakin shenanigans. Uh, I mean you can't do that oh, in Rebels. I. You can't do right. that in Rebels. So no. But, um, uh, which is why I said Republic, I think our Wookies might be higher, yeah, shooty Wookiees. Yeah. yeah, definitely.
2: Um, for sure, for sure. All
1: right.
2: Uh, support ATRTs.
0: I think C, they're, you know, decent armor platform. They're relatively inexpensive. They got okay guns. Um, yeah, they're um pretty pretty great unit if you're gonna i feel like they kind of take the place of a core heavy i feel like in rebels right now right instead of a core with a heavy rather just have an atrt um in most cases but i'm gonna go
3: d borderline f um i think armor is getting good enough that people are taking real answers um, in, you know, things like DST spider droids, or they happen to have an air speeder that has impact three and surge to crit. And I think in a world where people have any amount of like intentional impact or ion in their list, ATRT start looking real bad, real fast. And uh, I think that's the world we're kind of living in. So I'm going to go with F, because I don't think you should probably be taking these. Right now, I think in a world where that's less true we can have a conversation about it but i think right now you shouldn't put atrts
1: in your list yeah i agree with you i was gonna say f for the same reasons so they're just there's not not surging white saves they just absolutely melt to actual impact weapons. So. Yeah. It's just like,
3: oh, you've got an air speeder. You got two air speeders. Okay. Well, this ATRT is dead in one,
0: maybe two attacks, you know, right? Like,
1: Yeah. They just, you just slag an ATRT a turn when you got two air speeders. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so do you and think eight... the armor skew thing isn't something anymore, taking three ATRTs and two air speeders?
1: Uh, I mean, you could, I guess. Um, I could see that working, but like it wasn't great before the errata and before yeah. the armor meta and like nothing about the atrts got any better or cheaper so yeah and no. now there's just more impact slash ion options out there than there were before
3: yeah so. and it should be noted like atrds are one of the vehicle units that like of a, a damage token like cripples um like yes it's not it, very bad you, you know it's once once you get like your your weapon is either now really bad, you uh, are rallying and only getting one action every turn
2: or in order to move, like it's just everything's bad, so bad. All right, the pizza dish, the one point four FD laser cannon.
3: Uh, for me this is a d it will probably always be a d um it just because it literally can't move um once you put it on the table it just it it's profile and what it is um is fine it just it you know sometimes you being able to like have a unit move is a very essential part of just you know playing the game and not being able to move to me is just a deal breaker. So I'm going to say D I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an F, but I do think it's pretty close.
0: Yeah. I I'm on the F side of it. Um, just right. Since it can't move, you can kind of ignore it to an extent and depending on cover, right. You can hide from it. Uh, it does have Sentinel, which I guess is decent against some aggressive threats, but it still melts to everything. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you're spending that much points, you just rather have something else.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say F. This got this gets
1: really hurt by the turn zero changes, um, because it's a defensive piece that, like you said, Mike, literally cannot move. Um, and you need to like before you even start vetoing cards, you need to know that like you can put it in a spot that's going to be relevant. Yeah. And if you don't get to pick your table side um, and your deployments and your objectives, uh, the chances of that happening are kind of all over the place. <laughs> so, yeah. It's
3: like, okay, I can like pick my table side and now we're playing like bombing run. Great. Right. Or I can
1: play like a deployment and objective setup. That's good for my FD laser cannon, but then you pick the table side. And, right. Like, give me the crappy table side. So <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah i just yeah. um it definitely it's
2: really...
3: when you could take like a 20 point bid and like ensure that this was gonna be able to it would like reasonable certainty uh that this was there was gonna be a good place for this i think it was one thing but nowadays it's
0: yeah yeah I, I know that... you guys aren't aren't hot on atrts but like for 10 more points you can take an atrt which has like same attack dice pool just shorter range but now you can move uh and also armor and i think that's you know a lot more value than 10 points
1: yeah, ATRTs can actually kind of flex on objectives. Like, if you need to use ATRTs for bombing, run, or breakthrough, that's the thing you can do. So,
3: uh, Yeah, so that's interesting, because I would I would rather have an FD turret than an ATRT, like a <laughs> 100% of the time, which is why the ATRT for me is an F and an FD can is a D. thing is, the FD can, it can at least interact with things where uh, they can't interact back some of the time, you know? Um, whereas, like, an ATRT has to actually close to engagement range. Yeah.
1: I think they're both S for different reasons.
2: Sure, sure, That's very possible. Um tauntauns. I'm gonna go with D again. Uh I I think
3: um D maybe borderline C in that. Uh, I think Wookies do everything that they do better. There are definitely lists that can put Wookiees and Tauntauns in the same list. And in those lists, I think they're probably a C instead of a D. Um, but overall, I don't know why you take Taunts when you can just have Wookiees instead.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it's about, I think a C. Um, Cause you can run them alongside Wookiees. I think similar to what you said, Wookiees just kind of edge them out. Uh, But you can only take three Wookiees and you can take a lit, but you can take more Tauntauns, right? They're different slots. And so I think if you didn't have Wookiees, it'd be a different conversation. They're more B tier. Um, But I say C, because the only place I really see you taking them is if you've already got three Wookiees and you want another cheat melee.
1: this is kind of like the reverse with dubacks and irg right like you can't take five dubacks, so you might take like three dubacks and two irg yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can't take five wookies, so you might as well take some tauntauns too
2: yeah
1: um it, it there there are a couple things they are better at than wookies notably their engagement and threat range is like significantly farther they're very good at harassing for sure um yeah, like they're way more mobile and significantly faster. So, um, which isn't nothing.
0: Yeah. No. The issue is, right, after that initial RAM, they just hit way weaker than Wookiees do, right? Yep, definitely. Wookiees, once they're embedded, right, they just continue to tear things apart. Whereas Tons, it's like if you can weather the first hit. Um, but in the case you have Wookiees, right, the Tons soften stuff up and you have Wookiees tearing everything apart. So it makes it, much easier for the tons to peel out and get another ram
1: yeah it's kind of like lance cavalry versus like heavy inf- infantry you know mm-hmm. like their yeah. charge is going to be really solid but once they're stuck in you know they're going to have a much harder time whereas the wookies are like the heavy infantry it might take a little bit longer to get there but once they get there they're going to be swinging for a sustained
2: period of time mm-hmm.
0: all right if people are dealing with your tons, that just allows your wookies to come running in
2: Is the Rebel support slot the worst support slot of the four factions? Um, now? No. What does no. Gar have? I we're, feel like Gar doesn't have Well, Barks are pretty good, though, at their current cost. I guess costs.
3: Barks are reasonable now. Yeah. I think it's interesting, because I think they went from being the second best to the worst with this update. Um.
0: Yeah, I remember back in the day, and everything was triple tons or tri- triple RTs.
3: Yeah, um, but nowadays the, their their sport options look really bad. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're that much farther behind Republic for whatever it's
1: worth. No, but it's, I think they are farther behind. Yeah,
3: yeah, totally, totally. Barks, barks at least are like decent activation padding, but that's yeah. only because everything else the Republic is
0: doing is not so great anymore. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah,
0: and I Empire, I think Empire would also be worse if they didn't have if do backs weren't what they are now. Yeah, right, but they,
1: they, you can't say that they're even close to worse when they have an S tier support unit.
0: Yeah, But like speeder bikes and especially e webs are both not very good. No, they're not. You're right.
1: All right, heavy support. Uh, AA five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this
3: at a B. Now, I think old AA five definitely an S, no doubt about it, pretty clear. Uh, with the timing adjustments, I think it's probably a B. I think you've got to have a pretty good reason to put it in your list overall, but I think it'll definitely like do work. Um, so yeah,
0: I'm gonna say B. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it used to be S, now probably B. Um, all right, Maybe in the right list, it could still be A. I'll have to see how it shakes out. But I my gut is saying B based on the timing changes and points it increases.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a solid support unit if you plan around it. But it's not a, like, I'm playing Rebels, so I have an AA5 in my list kind of situation. Yep. T47?
3: Yeah, this is a mega S. This is uh, I'm playing rebels. I should have a T47 in my list sort of situation. Um, probably two, uh, and that's the world we live in. I I don't know. Uh,
0: that's all I got to say. Yeah, I also think S. Yes, I think if you're not playing lookies, you're playing air speeders. But you can also just play both together. And I think yeah, I think it's a super strong S unit. Great against armor. Uh, I mean, pretty much great against everything. Dodges melee threats since Wookiees can't hit them. Um, all right, takes out stuff that you're hiding in the back line, shreds your vehicles. Um, yeah, good and good at objectives all around. Amazing.
1: How is it that Wookiees plus airspeeders was not a thing until like the day before the next points update? Like that list did not change since 2020.
0: I think it was more people were doing AA5s, I think, potentially, because, right, like in your head, it synergizes more. Um, right. The, the bus supports your Wookiees, so on and so forth. Uh,
1: sure. But like the AA5 wasn't even a thing for the first half of 2020. Like Wookiees and the T47 were buffed to basically their current existence levels
0: uh, almost a year ago, more than a year ago. Yeah, but people didn't really start picking up Wookiees too much. So I think it was, people knew that Airspeeder was good, but I don't think people had really leaned into how strong the Wookiees were at that point. Um, right, like I know a lot of people were doing 12 Activation Airspeeders back then, right? That was a, what, two, last yeah. Invader League? That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. 12 Activation Airspeeders I was seeing a lot of. Um, and so I think people were just kind of ignoring Wookiees, and the buses came out, some more people tried Wookiees, and were like, oh, Wookiees are super strong, and yeah. Yeah,
3: I think the answer is Wookiees have been low-key, really, really good and people haven't been playing
2: them.
1: Yeah, I just think it's interesting how like you can have sort of these undiscovered combos for a very, you know, essentially a very long time. Um like the meta takes time to settle even when nothing changes, basically. I, I also think that like um
3: the pr- people starting to play like armor has made the t-47s a lot better you yeah. know like they just like pop buses like it's their job yeah um, you know if somebody you know parks anything that has the armor keyword on the other side of the table you all of a sudden feel super glad you brought t-47s right um and i also think like the the wookies just like are like a really good answer to things like rec you know um and make up for some of the things that the Airspeeders are bad at against rex
1: um yeah you kind of have the trifecta between those two unit combos right you've got anti-armor with and mobility with the t47 and then you've got anti-melee slash melee and pierce with the wookies yeah and like a lot of dice frankly
3: um yeah to to like you know you still like hold your own against separatists which rebels traditionally have trouble with because they don't roll a ton of dice yep
1: yeah t47s are great against b1s yeah it's like pick up your unit
0: please <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah that cover you had yeah sorry i'm gonna just flank you and if you could just pick up all those b1s that'd be great
0: yeah oh six dead b1s here's another six dead b1s <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh
2: all right x34 Lance speed. yeah i'll say c um i don't think
3: it's bad but i definitely think it's the worst out of the three options probably um uh so you know i don't know we'll see where like the shriv r2 thing pans out and you know taking like a 60 point land speeder with shriv plus r2 in the chamber seems like it's you know 100 points for
1: craziness
0: yeah i was gonna say i think for the shriv r2 combo in particular puts it at c for me i think outside of that it's probably F because you just way rather have air speeders. I mean, even with that combo, I think you still probably want air speeders. Um, but the fact that you can just stick R2 uh, in that thing, give him a suppression, he can't be shot, he can repair it, and you can just like drop him off in the end zone. Um, I think that's a pretty sweet combo. I actually
1: think there's an now because they did make the weapons cheaper in the recent update. I think there's kind of an interesting case to be made for like a you know, Shriv, R2, and then throw the, like, either a Gawk Droid or the other one, the one that lets you double-tap, on there with a Rocket Gunner and an Ion Blaster. And then it's, you know, 136 points, which is a little more than Airspeeder, but um, a much stronger attack against armor with Ion. Um, You know, could be potentially pretty interesting. Maybe it's Overkill. Uh, It's probably Overkill.
3: Yeah, I mean, shoot, recover, Astromech, is pretty strong. Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah. Know, just as a double tap, uh, I do think that there is probably something there. Um, I haven't personally tried it, but looking forward yeah. to it.
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna say it like C. Um, because I think there could be some undiscovered combos here. Um, but it's this is also easily the most competitive heavy slot of all the four factions. So yeah. yeah. Um, it's only a C because it is sort of uh hiding behind the spotlight of its counterparts. Um, not because it's not a good unit.
0: Yeah, funny that the Rebels are now the heavy faction.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, the Rebels have all the good heavies and all of the Rebel heavies are repulsor vehicles. Yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence either. Yeah. I mean, mobility is really important right now. So, um,
2: yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. All right, we've done it. We have. That wasn't so bad. No.
1: Do we do we need to build any lists? I don't know if I'm prepared to just like hit build a list. Hit
3: fire uh, a list. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we need to build.
1: That okay. List. Um, you
3: know, I think overall, you know, uh, outside of a couple couple F tier units, you know, the rebels rebels are in a decent spot. Um, yep. They're definitely don't lean mm-hmm. on their core. They definitely like. So here's a question let's let's assume the Wookiees get nerfed let's assume the Wookiees are like 10 points more expensive just for the sake of argument
1: I it'd be too much but yeah let's assume that okay, okay 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 yeah. that's
3: that's fair I just like I think that that is like a reasonable place that the thing that could happen I, I'm okay. not saying you know regardless um let's let's say that there's a world where Wookiees are a lot less good than they are now just for whatever reason um, points, they revert their errata's, whatever. Yep. Um, where does that leave Rebels? Is is, is Rebels like linchpin a linchpin, Wookie, the Wookiee faction, or um, it, do they have enough going on
0: that's not Wookiee to, to be good, like super good? I think you could do some of the T47s, though, like a T47 Sabine, maybe with Clan Ren, something like that. It'd still be solid, great bombing run, super mobile. You got solid flanking units,
2: yeah.
1: I think it's, I think they probably would be fine. Um, there's a little bit of a danger in a world where, like, you know, they nerf both Wookiees and T 47s and then don't do anything else to the, any of the other units. You get a situation like we have now with Republic where. It's like, mm-hmm. all right. So they were doing this one thing, which was really good, and they hammered that one thing as they should have. Um, but like now, what else do they have? And I think that's an open question right now with Republic. Um, I think the fact that I can't confidently answer this question that you're posing now with Rebels it means that they could be in a similar spot potentially. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You know, the, there's 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 a lot of good like there's a lot of good building blocks in here that have always been good building blocks. You know. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'd have to see. I think, I think the next best thing that they would have going for them would be sort of an old school style, like force user gun line. Um, but I'm not sure that's really a thing you can do right now. So, fair enough.
2: Fair enough. I
3: uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious because like you know it uh, it, it just strikes me that you know a lot of the decisions that we made today in our tier list are definitely based on, there's pretty much three wikis
1: in every list. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think wikis probably need to get a little bit of a points bump. I wouldn't go so far as to make it 10 points, but yeah. I, you um, know, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's pretty clear that like the best rebel lists right now include some fashion of wikis or T47s or both. <laughs> right. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. All right any final thoughts
0: yeah bring wookiees bring t47s <laughs> they were good before the points change and they're still really good
1: yep yeah i think i think we can uh, we can agree on that um yeah come check me out on wednesday night which by the time you hear this will be tonight uh, to hopefully take on some clones with my own wookiees republic wookiees not rebel wookiees but wookiees nonetheless um it is not quite the I, I thought about bringing like the maximum possible quantity of wikis, which would be three Wookiee units plus Chewbacca plus a Wookiee chieftain. Um, but I checked it out and I brought Rex. So
3: yeah. Can you can you not fit fit all of that uh, with Rex? Um,
1: no, because uh Chewbacca for Gar is a Oh commander. he's a commander. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a shame. So yes, it would be illegal. Um but I think if you're going to do that list now that Rex is more expensive, uh, I think you could try it and just hard swap Chewy, Chewy in for Rex.
0: Yeah, just another uh, thing to rush in with.
1: I mean, you don't. So you think that the
3: losing comic Captain is, is worth that? Probably not.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's like a way to run the list still if you want to get rid of Rex. Sure, so yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel like, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that list is just not a thing. <laughs> After the points update, I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
3: I'm, I'm putting it together right now. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll I've see. had some
1: silly Call Me Captains so far running this. Yeah. Season, I will say that. Like, some I really mean, silly Call Me Captains. <laughs> I mean,
3: I, so, okay. Let's go back in time real quick, like six months. We had a conversation on here when I was playing Reckstar, uh last season, and I, I think I said something to the effect of, I think Rex's best command card is call me captain, not take that clankers. And I remember everybody freaking out and be like, no, you're crazy. How I think I feel? agreed with you. Ma- maybe, I don't know. I just, I remember being like, oh my God, you're crazy. Like that's, there's no way. Um But you think it wasn't true Cap- before it is now.
0: Oh, it definitely yeah, is now. Hundred I was going to say, I think, I think back then, right, like the, the take that clankers aim, aim stapping, stacking was like kind of what made Rekstar a thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. if you took away the old take that clankers, um, but kept call me captain, the old Rekstar would be significantly weaker versus you could take out call me captain, just makes it weaker against aggressive lists, which wasn't as much of a thing at the time. Whereas nowadays, right, we're talking about Wookiees and uh, Magna Guards and Dewbacks. I think that flips that script a lot. And then also considering that take that clinkers has been nerfed, the clone keyword has been nerfed, all that piles down to that.
1: Well, and before the Call Me Captain was itself primarily just used as a defensive hedge against aggressive lists, um, rather than as like a plan A in your own aggressive (laughs) list, which is what I've been doing with it. (laughs) It's pretty good in that context. Um, So yeah. Still a really good card. Anyway,
3: yeah. I, I just just wanted to point that out.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm. If I was not on that train before, I definitely am now. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, all
3: right.
1: I had one game where I used it, I think, seven times in one turn. Oh, those um,
3: those turns are so silly. You just win the game.
1: Like, yeah, you, like you, you just, just win everything. The game. Yeah. You're
3: like, oh. I got to add 21 red red dice to my attacks this turn. Yeah. <laughs> Good game. You know, against any any opponent that's not on red saves, that just it's 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 backbreaking, you yeah. know.
1: Um yeah, that was my game against Ryan, Step against Ryan.
3: Yeah, and you could still um, you could do that back in the day. You would just like take an arc strike team and you know, split yeah, fire, right? right? And it's still super impressive. Um you're just being way more proactive about it now. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I'm going to charge Rex into range two of your army because I also have a bunch of other stuff in range. And uh, if you want to try and kill Rex on the first activation, go nuts. But I'm (laughs) going to start popping off one fire support after another for as long as he's alive. Yeah,
3: yeah. And the the thing about it is that, like, if you even if you kill Rex, that means you're getting charged by Wookiees and nothing is going to stop it, right? So, like, exactly. you know, it's just like Rex isn't even the thing that's killing you there at least not at first it becomes like reckless diversion basically
1: in that context
3: yeah yeah um and just being able to like seize on the Wookiee chieftain at the same time to kind of like ensure the like one two punch it's so good so good oh.
1: yeah it's pretty gross the wookie chieftain melee pool with call Me captain is uh if he has tenacity activated it is six red two black two white <laughs> Yeah, he's got yep. do list, and he probably yep. has a
3: name token, and he probably, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. All right. Anyway, enough about that.
2: Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Okay. Cool. Sounds
3: good. Wookies uh, good. Wookies are good.
2: Yeah. There
1: we go. There you go. That was pretty good. Um, all right. Well, we are the Notorious Gundam Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Lucas. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>